Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1233 in Edmonton. We can tell you the Edmonton Oilers have made it official. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. Along with uh, Cam Moon, a cast of virtual thousands, will tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Roos Chris, the 99th Roos Chris open on 9990 Jasper Avenue, open Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until 10 p.m. Cam Moon. Oilers verified on Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry, yes. Signed three years, four and a half million dollars per. Zach Hyman reportedly seven by five and a half. Cody Ceci reportedly four by 3.25. A trade earlier today, Ethan Bear goes to Carolina. Warren Fogle comes back the other way. Just coming down, Alex Edler signed by the LA Kings, two years times three and a half million. Thomas Nosek going to Boston, 2.1 two by 175 Carter Verhage to Florida three by 4.167 those are the the most recent coming down all right um, so we're gonna hear from Tyson Berry and Cody uh, Cece sometime in the next hour uh, Cody just give me the go-ahead when Al May is ready to fly here okay and we'll uh, get to the longtime Washington uh, Capitals broadcaster who was actually a teammate I believe of Camun, is that correct? Cam? No, no, no. I had uh, skated with uh, Al and a bunch of uh, pro guys in the summer way back when I was about 17 or 18 years old at the old Winterburn Arena. Jim Thompson used to get the ice. Uh, he went on to, he was in the NHL at that time, but played in uh, played in LA, played in Anaheim, played in Ottawa. And yeah, that's where I first got to meet the one and only Alan May. All right, well, there you have it. Al, Bob Stoffer with you. How you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. How you doing? It's what a crazy day. Crazy day. For the Capitals, were you a little bit surprised yesterday? Five year deal, nine and a half million dollars per on uh nine and a half million dollars per on Alexander Ovechkin on an extension. So I'm not a surprise at all. I thought it would be four or five years, but when you're doing the math and he'll never admit it publicly, but he wants to break Wayne Gretzky's goal-scoring record, or, or tie it at least. He wants to be there with him. And it'll take, you know, four seasons, those are heavy numbers. Over five seasons, I think it's about 33 goals a season average, which is going to be tough to maintain. You've got to stay healthy. Uh, you know, hopefully we're over pandemic suspensions or whatever we want to call these. Um, but so that number, and I think to get that fifth year, he had to drop some. He could have had the max on a three-year deal probably. Uh, but that would have hurt the team. And it would be a lot tougher to score those goals with a weaker hockey team. They would have had to start getting rid of players, more players, 
you know, shed more salary with with guys that can really help them and help him get to where he wants to be in the goal scoring department. So five years, it really was what I always thought it would be, um, and I just wasn't sure about the money. But I figured it'd be around ten. And you know, maybe if Nicholas Backstrom had signed a contract during the pandemic, he wouldn't have been where he's at. But both those guys will never be bought out. They'll finish as Washington Capitals. And if Ovi still wants to play when this contract's over, he will. But I'm sure it's not going to be. You know, the, uh, the big dollar contract, it'll be whatever it takes to break that record by Gretz. Al, Philip Grubauer was signed with Seattle, and the Kraken had previously signed uh, to a three-year extension for uh, Chris Dreger. They'd also picked up uh, Vitek uh, Vanacek from the Washington Capitals. Could you foresee a scenario where Vanacek might be traded back to Washington? Well, this is one of the areas I'm still confused. And, you know, as far as, you know, if someone picks up a player, can you get them back? Because that's kind of a circumnavigation of the salary cap sometimes and what right. these teams are doing. So I'm not sure because I thought I had read last week, but I wouldn't be surprised. The Capitals love them uh, they do, and still love them. And, you know, unfortunately, he, he's not a member of their team as of right now. I know they were in hot on some other goaltenders, but I saw those goaltenders get signed today. And maybe this Grubauer thing could lead to him coming back if it's allowed under the rules. And, you know, the, the rules are murky. This, you know, we, we saw a lot of different scenarios the past week, but I don't see anyone. There's, there's not one player that's gone back to his original team yet after not being able to reach any type of agreement with the Kraken. So it'll, it'll be, it, it's still up in the air, but I, when I was under the impression that, that you're not allowed to do that. Uh, we will tell everybody that we've got Tyson Berry coming down at uh, 1245 today. It's interesting, Al, uh, because you're a guy that believes in real things. Um, Tyson Berry led NHL defenseman in scoring last year. He actually had 46 points in his final 48 games once he got settled into Edmonton. I know you keep an eye on the Oilers. Your thoughts on their moves so far today? Uh, Berry, CC, and Hyman, and then trading Ethan Bear and getting back uh, Warren Fogle. Well, the one thing that all four of those guys can do is skate. And as I've been on here over the years with you, you know, I felt that they didn't have enough depth with, with higher quality players. I think this gives them higher quality players that can skate and actually do things in games. They don't just wear the jersey. They more or less own it. Uh, you start with Zach Hyman. This kid has just got a motor that goes and goes and goes. And I can only imagine he's in a, what an important part of this team he's going to be. And it, with you know, depending who's at center with him, I mean, he's going to be highly productive. He stays healthy. He is so tough on the puck. He, he, this is a great signing. And the fact that he wanted to go there is great news for the Edmonton Oilers and their fans. I look at Warren Fogos. A lot of people in, in Edmonton won't know who he is. This kid can skate. He's tough on the puck. He plays a grinding game. The Carolina Hurricanes have been a, a team that is like a dog on a bone when it comes to you know, fighting for pucks. And he's another one of those guys. So this gives you quality depth in scoring. And when I watch some of the Oilers players, and even guys that I like, they, they were tough skaters. Uh, I, I, and I think this is a skating upgrade. Uh, Tyson Berry is a skating upgrade, a puck-moving upgrade. And he was there. But, you know, you put those depths to this defense, and I think I'd said to you before, you know, the problem with the Oilers are just too many guys who were marginal NHL players, and they were squishing them in the roster because of salary cap hell. Uh, Cody Ceci can skate. Uh, I've, I've liked the way he's played during his national hockey career. You, you get that, and all of a sudden that defense is more mobile than it's been, and you've got players that can touch the puck, hang on to the puck, 
And if you find a system that's going to work for everyone, it gives, you know, Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl a lot more depth. It gives them a better team so you're not top-heavy. And we saw why they lost in the playoffs. They were way too top-heavy, and it's easy, even though as great as McDavid and Draisaitl are, when you just have to focus on a couple of players, it's easy. I saw it in Washington for too many years, and then when they added and upgraded the depth, all of a sudden they were a legitimate contender, not just a paper contender because of the superstars. But you go up and down that roster, you have to have a 12-man depth up front, the six-man on D, and you got to believe in those goaltenders. Uh, one final one for you. You saw Cody Ceci head-to-head against the Caps this year as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. What did you see? I saw a guy that really, he looked great out there. And he, the skating is so dynamic. And I, I think I've said this on your show. When you can get closer to perfecting simple as a defenseman in the National Hockey League, and I don't care if you're a high-end guy. Nick, was, Nick, Nick Wittstrom, to me, was the simplest defenseman in the National Hockey League. He had, he had it so down perfect. Uh, the, the way he passed the puck, the shots, he didn't add extra because he didn't need to. And he, he was just so efficient and proficient in everything. And Cody Ceci is getting closer and closer to that area where he just makes all the right little plays. Uh, he's not dynamic. He's not spectacular. But he's doing all the little things very well. And I think one, all of a sudden, you know, people get to know him. They're going to like what they see depending on who he's paired with. And I think there's a lot more better-looking fits than we saw with the Oilers the last few years. Al, we have uh, Tyson Berry and Cody Ceci coming up in the next half hour of the show. Thank you for joining us on Oilers Now. You bet. That is Alan May. It is 1242 in Edmonton. We're going to take a three-minute break. And when we come back at 1245, Tyson Berry. Got to love the BC kids. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1245 at Edmonton. Free agent frenzy. The Oilers taking care of business with one of their own. Late last night, early today, Edmonton has just pushed it out and made it official. Tyson Berry, a three-year extension. Very fair AAV for the team. And we have Tyson Berry joining us right now on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Hi, Tyson. It's Bob. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, well, I'm probably, uh, you know, a little bit fresher than you because uh, from what I understand, uh, you now are officially a father. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a been a big couple of days here. So um, figuring it out the hard way, trying to get some sleep and, and uh, stay on top of everything else. So um, it's been a busy week, but, a, you know, a great week for myself and then my family. If we ever get to travel again on the plane, like I did for the 13 previous seasons before last year, you'll understand why this is the scenario. Uh, I'm the eighth most important person in my household. We have three cats, one dog. I have a son and a daughter and my wife. So I come in eighth. I'm not sure how many pets you have. I know you have a dog, uh, but you're about to experience that firsthand, and it's really wonderful. So you, you have that to look forward to, Tyson. Oh, yeah, I'm coming in behind the dog. <laughs> All right. Uh, I know I had a brief communication with somebody close to you last night, uh, a guy that uh, was a pretty good major junior player out west and was once involved in Tampa Bay's ownership, so you could figure out who that was. Uh, but uh, tell me this. Why was uh, – what was – I mean, give me your thoughts on the three-year extension here of the Oilers. Yeah, I think for me it was kind of similar to what – what happened last year at free agency and you know you go through teams and and what their needs are and um you know obviously where the team is and where you think they're headed and you know again it just seems uh edmonton's the right fit for me and i think it you know it went well last season but i i think there's lots to to improve on still and obviously our goal is to you know to win the stanley cup and um you know we were disappointed with with last year and how the playoffs went but 
you know, I don't think this group's far off. And, um, you know, for me, it was, uh, I wanted a bit of security and, um, you know, know where I'm going to be with a new kid. And three years in Edmonton with a great team and a good situation was, uh, you know, there's just too much to pass up. What does it mean to you to, to have the support of, you know, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, two of the best players in the world, in your defense partner, Darnell Nurse, who emerged this year as maybe the best even-strength defenseman in the National Hockey League. I mean, those guys were campaigning and pushing the orders to get you re-signed as well. Yeah, it's great. I mean, those are, you know, great players and, you know, tops in the league. And, and to have them on my, you know, have my back and, um, you know, they'll all, all become close buddies of mine. So it uh, means the world that they were, you know, trying to get me back. And um, I'm grateful we were able to get something done. It's a, it's a great crew. And I think, you know, you see the additions that, that we've made it's uh, only going to be better yeah you know it's funny did you started the year first eight games and the team is off to a bit of a does it take a guy i mean i've had some people managers in the past uh tyson have suggested each uh, each player needs two to three months in your case you needed about eight games because in the final 48 games you had 46 points so you kind of killed it offensively from that point forward what was it specifically about the pairing maybe with nurse that works so well and obviously you know you spent a lot of time playing 5v5 with Connor mcdavid as well yeah i think there's a, a bunch of things that go into it. you know you switch teams and you're trying to figure out where you fit into the plan and um you know how you can contribute best and um you know actually bears took a puck off the head sitting on the bench and that was kind of a you know, the opportunity I got to go and play with Nursey, and it was just kind of, you know, automatic chemistry. We just worked really well off each other, and Nursey skates the puck and breaks it out so well, and he's got a great shot. So um, we just worked well with each other. Obviously, he's so tough to play against defensively. So, um, you know, it was uh, just kind of one of those pairings that clicked right away. And then, you know, obviously getting to spend, you know, a lot of five-on-five time with Leon and Connor, and, you know, you're either on the ice with one of the two of them. So it's... uh, you know, they're going to do their thing and, you know, you just try to be in position and, and get them the puck with speed and help them be successful and, and play to their strengths. So I think, uh, yeah, it went, uh, it went well. And I think there's still, you know, me and Nursey got more to, more to offer and, um, you know, we're, we're going to continue to work together and, and work as a, a pairing and, and try to help this team, you know, go, go deeper. Before I ask you about the Lumineers, uh, you did play with Zach Hyman. Now, look, it's the Oilers officially haven't pushed it out, but it's happening. Just uh, maybe educate our listeners on what Edmonton's going to get with Zach Hyman. Yeah, Hyman's is a, a great guy. He's a he's a character guy in the room. I absolutely love him. And uh, on the ice, he doesn't take a shift off. He's going to be our hardest working guy, and um, he's great at getting him getting in on the forecheck, getting hits, getting pucks back, and then. You know, there's not many guys who go to the Grease series as good as he does. So um, he'll be a great compliment to, to whoever he ends up playing with. And um, heck of a character guy and a heck of a player. So I think it's a, a great ad. I was texting him this morning, and um, we're excited to kind of reunite. And um, it'll, be a, it'll be a lot of fun. You personally probably could have taken more out in the open market. Um, but, you know, I, I know that Ken uh, Holland, when he had Detroit, some of his guys, you know, everybody had to, it was all, I mean, hey, you can argue that Connor McDavid took less than he, uh, you know, could have gotten when you take a look at, you know, how dominant he is in the league. Is that just part of the process of being part of a team? Yeah, I think so. And you got to, you have to look. And for, for me, it's not all about, I've played in situations where, you know, it wasn't a great fit. And, you know, hockey is a lot of fun at the end of the day. And I felt like I had a lot of fun last year. And, um, that was important to me and being on a good team and in a good situation. So, um, you know, I think the flat cap is, you know, it's tough, especially when you've got some big deals that were signed before. So you're trying to make it all work and, and you know, make your team better within that. So 
um, so I'm glad I was able to come to a to a deal, and um, you know we're, we still had some room to make the team better. So uh, I think it's a, a good fit for both sides. Final thought, Lumineers, Denver connection. Why do you love them? Yeah, no, uh, Wes and, and Brandy, his wife, have become really good friends of ours the last couple of years, and they live about five minutes down the road, so we get together quite often, and um, he, he likes his wine and, and good music and um, good conversation. So obviously a very uh, talented guy and a great group and, um, you know, very uh, fortunate to be able to hang with him and, and call him a good friend. Uh, Tyson, if you're really lucky, the radio guys will have to uh, stay broadcasting from uh, their home studios. But uh, if they don't, I look forward to seeing you on the road next season. Thanks for your time. Yeah, I would love to have you out there again. Thanks, guys. Awesome. That is Tyson Berry. It is 1252 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Cam Moon with you. And Cam, it's now official on Cody Cece, who, by the way, will be joining us at 105. Yes. Bring it. What do you got? Well, we this is what we got. Cody Cece, yes, confirmed. Four years by 3.25. Tyson Berry, who you just heard from, he's confirmed too. Three by four and a half. Zach Hyman, uh, reportedly seven by five and a half. The trade earlier, Ethan Bear goes to Carolina for Warren Fogle. I see Tony D'Angelo signed with Carolina one by one. Uh, that one... Uh, I just saw that come over from uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, that's the most recent. Uh, Alex Edler, uh, one by three and a half. After f- that's in L.A. After 15 years with the Vancouver Canucks, stuck on 99 goals still. All right, uh, we're still waiting on a third line center. Okay, and they're running out because <laughs> they uh, yeah, they are running out. Th- uh, Thomas uh, Noshek signed with the Boston yep. Bruins, and that was a guy I think the Oilers would have had some time for. Uh, Derek Ryan is still out there. And confusion remains supreme on yeah. the uh, on the Ryan Getzlaff front. Yeah, yeah, no confirmation. They, it, yeah, it's funny how they, early in the day there was always oh, going back to Anaheim, going back to Anaheim, and now it's starting to cycle back the other way. Where hold on, it's not for sure that he's going back to Anaheim. All right. So we'll there we go. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, this text comes in, Bob. I've heard nothing uh, but great things about Tyson Berry from other players on podcasts. Absolute beauty, glue guy. Glad he wanted to stay here. Well, he led the NHL in defense scoring. So this isn't like he's a he's a legit top four offensive uh, puck mover. There's no question about that. Had a great tandem last year with Darnell Nurse. Bob, I just took a deep dive on Cody Cece that the rest of our prospective GMs have. <laughs> Five minutes of Googling. And it seems <laughs> that the word on Cece is that he's more of an offensive-minded guy. Is he truly a reliable replacement for Larson? Give us a good pitch on why we should be excited to have him here. He's completely different than Adam Larson. He's a better puck mover. He's a better skater. He's not as tough physically. Uh, but he's going to be paired most likely with Duncan Keith. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's going to be a hard-nosed shutdown D. He's, it, it's a different type of defenseman. There you go. Uh, uh, Bob, I was paying attention, and it looks like someone uh, was told not to call other company, uh, pizza companies besides Royal Pizza synthetic crap anymore. Well, I, I don't know what other pizza companies can tell you. I just, I'm just going to tell you right now, everything's real at Royal. Oh, real good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's old school big boy pizza. That's right. Yeah, which there's nothing wrong with. Wear your stretchy pants and pit in. See, yours, you walk and run like 15 miles a day. I know. I've got issues. Other than going up to the mailbox. <laughs> That's it, eh? That's all you get. <laughs> 
Sean says goalie. The Oilers need to upgrade on goalie. These moves today are all for naught if they come back with the same duo as Smith and Koskinen. Is this where we establish what the Oilers combined save percentage was last year? I'll look that up during the break. But I just want to remind everybody that it was top 10 in the NHL in the regular season. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Yeah, the best place to go is to hockey reference on that front. Did you know that Tyson Berry, big fan of the Lumineers? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. What do you got here, Cam? What do you... We're still kind of waiting, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we are still kind of waiting. It's, it was, I mean, the the pace was absolutely crazy for that first hour, and now, now it's starting to, to slow down a little bit. Yeah, that Tony D'Angelo is the the last one that I have seen. That's uh, one by one in Carolina, so it hasn't been, uh, hasn't been flying anyway. Kevin, oh. I'm gonna try to bang off this text. Okay. Here. Bob, I'm glad the Oilers at least got a decent return for Ethan Bear, though he's my favorite Oiler. This wasn't a Bear CC swap, though. The Oilers chose Barry over Bear. What Barry brings is easily replaced by Bouchard. Look at the scoring numbers, not the analytics, just scoring when Barry's on the ice versus off of it. He had a knack of getting himself points uh, that uh, those goals come one way or the other uh, because of McDavid. Barry seems like a great guy, but he's simply a third-pairing power play specialist, and the Oilers' power play was a historic best without Barry in 1920. So, Barry was not necessary, says Kevin. Can you please talk about the fact that Barry was welded to McDavid all of 2021? At least give us your perspective, please. My perspective is for six years, Edmonton looked for defensemen that could put up the offensive numbers that we saw from Tyson Berry. We just saw that happen. And in a meritocracy, players get rewarded. Any other news breaking in the last 30 seconds? Uh, Pierre-Edouard Balmeri, two by one with Tampa Bay. It is 12.57. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Cody Cece on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.